Hello, everyone. Welcome back to this latest episode of the Retrospective Library. I'm Josh Shippen, and today we are reviewing the studio albums of Steve Lacey. And if you don't know who Steve Lacey is, I will explain. Steve Lacey is a Compton, California-based guitarist, multi-instrumentalist, R&B, was in a Grammy-nominated band named The Internet. And Steve Lacey has kind of played around with some production, including on some Kendrick Lamar stuff from Damn and some other very famous artists. He's also been featured on Tyler the Creator's 911 slash Mr. Lonely from Flower Boy, where he did some work on the hook. Um, he was that main voice. And he came out with his first debut studio album, Apollo 21, in 2019. And what this is, is this is basically kind of just a mix of R&B and some instrumentals and just kind of a chill lo-fi vibe. So we're going to go over that today. We're also going to go over his compilation album, The Lo-Fi's, which is his 2020 project, which is basically just a compilation of some stuff that he was working on when he was in high school. So, should be a pretty short podcast today, but we're going to go over those two things. Before we get right into it, thank you so much if this is your first time listening. Hope to keep you as a listener. Hope to have you back for future episodes. If you're if you want to get away from your family at Thanksgiving for a minute, go listen to some of the old episodes too. I'd really appreciate it. If you're a returning listener, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Now, starting off with Apollo 21. A lot of this album, what it has going for it is actually pretty impressive. A lot of the mix of soft hip-hop beats and banjos and guitars, some of the riffs are actually quite impressive. Some of the harmonization can be good. Keyword can be, because a lot of the time what the harmonization really is, is really off-key really weak lyrically and just completely uninteresting after it's been repeated over and over again. And I'll explain why that is as we get into Apollo 21 a little more. The album starts out with the song Only If, which is a mix of banjo plucking and a soft hip-hop beat with this kind of twanging sound effect that creates dissonant harmonies that sound really good along some soft choir vocals in the background and Steve Lacey's singing. The problem with this one is that it's cut off just way too short. I feel like if a lot of the length that's on the song Like Me, which is eight minutes long, if some of that length was put on so only if, that would help um, build a better tempo. And I think you could take part of Like Me and put it on only if, especially because this is already a track that could be two separate tracks. It's separated by a space of noise, which is no noise at all. It's complete silence, and it's really two separate tracks. There's nothing to relate the first track to the second track at all. So I think you could probably, uh, he could have probably reworked those two a little better. I think the songs are okay, and some of the lyrics are okay. Certainly they don't get... Either they don't get deep or they're not mixed well enough to where I can understand or really feel their meaning as much as I feel like Steve Lacey wanted me to. From here, the album does start to kind of just progressively get worse. The song Playground is some really high singing across these twanging beats, across guitar riffs, spacey singing with really horrendous pitch at some points. And I, it's it's... 
worth asking whether Steve Lacey pulls any of these sounds off well at all. I don't think he does. I don't think he performs well lyrically. And I feel like this is going to be a lot of the stuff that makes his the rest of his album just almost unlistenable. Basement Jack is kind of a high point of the album. There's uh, some synths with some snare beats. There are some vocals that aren't completely mixed into the instrumentals like the other vocals have been, but they sound like they're coming from like a cave or something. I They could have been produced much better, and it's too short to be interesting. Same problem with Only If. A lot of the, a lot of the rest of these songs. Well, there are some good lyrics, like in "Hate CD," in "Lust We Trust" and "Love Too Fast," about Steve Lacey grappling with his sexuality as a bisexual man, and some good love songs in there that are pretty feel good. A lot of this, like "Guide," "Lay Me Down," "Amandla's Interlude," "Inside," are just not very substantive. They're they sound like demos, frankly. They sound so underdeveloped that you can't derive any sort of meaning from them yet. So if there was a way to sum up Steve Lacey's first studio album, I would say there's a lot of potential here. Songs like Only If and the ones we talked about towards the end within Lust We Trust, Love Too Fast, Hate CD, those are songs that I could see presenting very real themes and very real tones as we went along, but... They don't accomplish much, again, because of the album in context and how inconsequential it's been up to this point and how little is going on with the instrumentals, with the singing, with the lyrics. And I we already kind of mentioned it with Playground, but a lot of this singing, whether it's the group vocals in the background or the vocals that Lacey himself is delivering, they're extremely off-pitch. I mean, really, really badly off-pitch. To some people that doesn't matter, especially if you're looking at rap. I think people who listen to Kid Cudi and Eminem sing, they may not be able to make the argument that either of those are good singers at all. I don't think you can make the argument that either are good singers, although I think Kid Cudi does have some good singing moments. But they pour their heart and their soul into this singing so much that you can overlook it to a certain degree. I don't think you can do that here because the rest of the sound isn't developed enough to create a coherent message. So overall, like I already kind of said, an album with potential, but poor execution. Moving on, we have The Lo-Fi's. And like we already talked about a little bit, this is a compilation of some stuff that he was working on in high school. And yeah, it sounds like that, I believe it. The Lo-Fi's has a really big problem, that being a lot of the tracks are a minute and a half long. The The album itself is 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. It's 15 tracks long, spread across 28 minutes. That's what, I'm, I'm not good at math. That's less than two minute average per song. And songs like Bar 16 aren't even a minute long, just feature some humming and some light singing. There's really no sense of direction or purpose for this compilation. It's not been critically acclaimed at all. I can't see anyone who's really reviewed it. And it does have some really interesting parts, if I'm being honest. Um, The song Atomic Vomit, well, that is a really 
a weird title that I don't think really relates to the song too much. I do like the bars that are thrown out. It's criminally short and it's cut off in a really weird spot, but I do think Lacey's harmonizing a lot better than he is in some parts of Apollo 21. The song When I are a song where the instrumentals and the vocals sound a lot cleaner, but they're sounding like they are coming from a lot farther away, kind of like the song uh, Basement Jack. But other than that, there's not much that I found to like with this album. A lot of it is just stuff that's really awkwardly short, doesn't have any lyrical substance to it at all. Uh, Songs like Out of Me Head are an example where it's literally just someone saying out of my head over and over again. And it's made to sound meaningful, and I feel like Steve Lacey can pull off sounding meaningful pretty well. But at some point, you have to actually put some lyrical punch into your bars or else you're not going to get anything across. Nothing's going to sound interesting. So with all of this said about Steve Lacey, I do want to make it clear. I think when he sings well, he does sing with a lot of passion and a lot of emotion. And I think that's something that he could build on. But he really needs to work on building his albums up a little more so that they have more substance they have they're they're more listenable because once the albums and the sound is more listenable he can easily inter or intertwine those that lyrical skill that he has and make a very good project so that's all i have for you all today like I said, short podcast. Thank y'all so much for listening. If you liked it, make sure you give it a like if that's the type of platform that you're listening on. Make sure you follow, subscribe, do the whole good thing. Let me know on at Ship and Josh at Instagram what you thought of the podcast. Next podcast we're going to be doing, we're going to be reviewing Maryland-based rapper Logic, a podcast which I'm pretty excited for. So thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you next time.